When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's good, Internet? You're listening to the Syrupcast. We are on episode 119. It is May 4th, 2007. May the 4th be with you. This week, I'm joined by... This week, I'm joined by Old Reliable, Patrick O'Rourke. What's up, Igor? How are you? Not too much. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good to see you again. Rose Gold-Bihar just returned from Microsoft's education event in New York City, which we'll be spending the uh, bulk of today talking about. Rose, how are you? I'm very good. Thank you. And last, but certainly not least, a new player enters. Joining us for the first time, young Bradley Shankar. Welcome to the podcast, Brad. Thanks, Igor. Thank you for having me. Uh, Brad, for those who don't know, is our new staff writer here at Mobile Syrup. Uh, Brad, how long have you been with us for now? Uh, started an internship uh, end of January. Uh, that was about five, six weeks. Kept mm-hmm. writing during my last semester, and now I'm here full time. Wonderful. Well, we're excited to have you. Um, hey. So, as I said, we'll be spending uh, the most of the podcast talking about uh, Microsoft's education event, which happened on Tuesday. That's uh, right. But first, as always, we need to listen to those sick royalty-free beats. So welcome back to the Syrup Cast, Rose. You are the boots on the ground for Mobile Syrup. Uh, let's start. Just tell us a bit about the event, what it was like. Give us, set the stage as it were. Tell me all about the Alcantara. Oh, yes, the Alcantara. Um, it feels so smooth. I think a lot of people have the wrong idea about Alcantara, by the way, because it sounds like it's going to be a fabric that um, is not... It, it will like pick up dirt and stuff it, like that. It does. It's it not doesn't. like that. I, I've used the um, the type cover for the yeah. Surface Pro Four, and it's like it feels like plastic, but Absolutely. it's but it's not. But it's, it's like soft fabric plastic. That's that's what they should advertise it as. Fabric plastic. I know it's very special. Anyway, so I touched down in New York City, Oof. the city of dreams, the Big Apple, um, the night before the event. And uh, then, you know, get straight to sleep, get a nice long sleep. I need to be rested the next day. Wake up, um, iron my shirt, get out the door. Very And key. I am at the event. Why didn't you iron it the night before? Oh, I was too tired. Okay. I need okay. my I, eight I, hours. That was an important detail. Mm-hmm. Important detail. I got there about an hour early. <laughs> I sit outside the event. I just sort of squat there, sort of like taking pictures. And, and where was the help? Emails. It was at um, the 415 Center. It's like right downtown New York. Mm-hmm. Beautiful day, although it was raining, so it kind of looked like a cat that just came out of the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, met Windows Central people, talked also to them. Also photobombed everyone's video. Photobombed everybody's video. Mm-hmm. Um, the event starts, and it starts with... So we get into the event. First of all, they have a great setup for journalists. They have a wired internet port for every single journalist. Like, you sit down at a desk, and you... You hook in your Microsoft, computer. like, I think I've only been to, to two Microsoft events, but they do a really, really good job with setting Beautiful. things up to help you not suck at your job. It was so mm-hmm. good. Um, I get in there early. Uh, the first thing that 
the first person that comes on is Satya and the the scene is set in a very moody way you know there's just a single spotlight on Satya and he's telling the story of how his grandfather got education when his brother his great granduncle um or no his grand granduncle uh did not get education how much it meant um Mm -hmm. and so that's how they started out and uh then they reveal the eventually reveal the beautiful new surface laptop and windows 10s and along with that they also make some mention of mixed reality and the apps and minecraft of course they talk about minecraft um and then we get to go play with all of the devices a little bit and it is absolutely just a scrum and i am in everybody's pictures and videos yeah it's great (laughs) it's kind of ridiculous looking really concerned because i was trying to get something um but yeah i can tell you hands-on with the device it feels as amazing as it looks and i am so like i so desire to have this object for my own (laughs) it's ridiculous all right so on that note um the first question I have for everyone, and mm-hmm. we're, so we'll first talk about Windows 10S uh, before transitioning to this object you so covet. Yes. Um, so first question, and I'll start with you, Brad. Um, what does the S in Windows 10S stand for? And I'm not being facetious, and I ask you first because I know Patrick's going to derail this conversation. <laughs> That's uh, what I'm here for. Um, yeah, what does the S in Windows 10S stand for? And ask it because i think it's an important question in contextualizing what this product is we we don't actually know that right there's no official answer. right i'm okay. asking your interpretation yeah I, uh, that's what i was curious if they're... based on what you saw what you heard what you read i'm with you i'm with you i get it mm-hmm. you no know, i think the the s for me anyways is mm-hmm. kind of like uh, a slim mm-hmm. uh you know kind of mm-hmm. sleeker slimmer more streamlined uh not just in size uh of the functions, but you know, it's performs faster. It's, uh, reduced app load. Uh, it's basically someone, anyone really can just pick it up, uh, and use it because it's just a slim streamlined mm-hmm. service. And sorry, I got ahead of myself. I didn't explain what windows 10 is. I'm sorry, listeners, but windows 10, uh, in kind of an essence is, you know, a stripped down version of windows, windows 10, as, S, right? Yes. Okay. As, uh, Brad astutely pointed out, one of the main kind of disadvantages, if you want to call it, or advantages, depending on your perspective, is that it can't run executable apps. So if you've, you know, this is kind of an old calling card of both Windows and OS X is you can download an app, you can put in a CD, you can run an executable, install the app and start using it, right? Before they were called programs or applications, but now we know them obviously as apps, but you can get apps from the Windows store. Um, and you can only get apps from the Windows Store using Windows 10S. Uh, but for $50, if you so choose, uh, and for the first year of or until the end of 2017, if you buy a Surface laptop, you can upgrade for free. Uh, normally, the upgrade costs $50, as I said, and that lets you upgrade to Windows to, uh, Windows Pro, which lets you, once again, install apps. Um, why would someone like this kind of a setup? For schools, which was it seems the intended market, though I feel like there's kind of more far-reaching... There's a longer play uh, here for Microsoft than just the education market, but this makes it more secure uh, because you know students can't be like, oh, what is this Google Doc that yep. is inviting me to install this app? Um, and it's more secure, it's faster, should be better for battery life. 
uh, and it makes it really easy to scale and deploy across a wide range of computers. With that aside, Pat, what do you think the S stands for? So the, there's the one, the funny one that I said earlier that I can't, mm -hmm. I can't say, but I'm mm -hmm. sure your listeners can guess what it is, mm -hmm. um, given some people's reaction to it. Uh, but I it think, rhymes with poop. Yeah, that, that's a good way to describe it. <laughs> I, but I, I think, um, I actually think Windows 10s is a sort of an interesting, I, I, I mean, I guess effort by Microsoft to simplify Windows in a way, and more importantly, speed it up. So that I think that the S stands for speed. Because mm -hmm. that's one of the th one of the things that they they emphasized during the press conference is that this version of Windows is much faster because it won't be sort of bogged down by a lot of the bloat of the regular version of Windows 10 Pro, mm -hmm. um, and only runs apps from the um, Windows App Store. Is that what it's called? Microsoft yes, Store. Right. Microsoft Store. Yes. Um, and I and I think that that will play a big role in ensuring that it's faster. Windows um, Store. Uh, Rose, so on top of that question, um, what do you think for Microsoft employees the answer to that question was? Um, well, I think that... Or you know, the sense you got anyway. For, for Microsoft employees, the, I, I think you're right that there is sort of a longer play than just the education market, at least as it's seen with Chromebooks. Mm -hmm. um, because when I talked to Matt Barlow, who's the VP of Windows, he said, you know, everybody has been a student or a teacher in some way at some point in their life or is currently a student or a teacher in a broader sense. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, you know, they are trying to, with the Surface uh, laptop, hit the college market and with Windows 10s hit the college market. Um, but and also the, you know, this high school market and, uh, and all that. But um, but in a in a larger sense, they're trying to they are trying to, to show that this is just on par with MacBooks. Uh, I mm -hmm. think that's the play. And I think maybe, uh, as Terry Morrison said, that the Windows 10S is the soul mm -hmm. of, uh, of Microsoft. Um, the soul of Windows. The soul Windows. of Windows, yeah. That maybe the S stands for soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think it's interesting to look at this operating system when you contextualize it against the uh, space that uh, mobile is in now and specifically mo uh, Microsoft's relation to mobile right mm. obviously the company was not successful in its initial mobile efforts but we heard Satya later he was quoted as saying you know you haven't seen the last mobile device from um, from Microsoft and it might not look like a mobile device as you know it now I think I think that makes sense too because mm -hmm. it, it links back to their uh, universal app strategy mm -hmm. uh, having um, I guess manufacturers to some extent lock people into the specific version of Windows mm -hmm. could build up an installed base and, and the, therefore like encourage developers to make more apps for it. Sure, yeah. And then maybe at some point they could flip a switch and mm -hmm. move all of this to mobile. Maybe it won't every app won't be optimized for mobile. Mm -hmm. But I think within the infrastructure of the universal app system that they have, mm -hmm. it could be easy to sort of transfer them over in a couple of years. Right. I did ask that to Matt Barlow as well. Like I tried to push for, is there going to be a Surface phone? Mm -hmm. And, you know, he wouldn't admit anything, but he definitely said, like, you haven't seen the last of us when it comes to mobile. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what's interesting is that today every computer running Windows 10S has a core. It has an x86 processor. Right. But tomorrow they're going to be ARM chips. Right. That yes. is the I think the end game. Right. Um, so I think. 
think what we saw this week was very kind of surface level. <laughs> Excuse the the terrible pun. I wasn't even thinking about it. There, but, there's the podcast name, <clears throat> Surface Level. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, today's a short podcast. So I wish we could talk more about Windows 10s, but I really did. I think most people are excited until we see more of this. Uh, you know, until we see more of their plans unfold. We can only kind of really touch about it in broad strokes. I think it'll be interesting too to see like. So I was I was thinking about it. There's there's a pretty negative reaction to Windows 10s mm-hmm. from uh, tech analysts, from journalists that cover the industry. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it like realistically, most of my work done is Chrome and inside Chrome. And I know that you, but can't, you can't even you download can't use Chrome. Chrome right now, right? <laughs> but if Chrome eventually comes to the Windows Store, to the Windows Store, which probably won't happen but might happen i could see myself probably using windows 10s mm-hmm. uh, maybe not on every device but maybe on a device that i take on trips or something like mm-hmm. that simply because it has better battery life like if using windows 10s actually gives the 14.5 hours of battery life on the surface well, that's laptop the thing, yeah that's what they're saying right it's the battery life that's the real clincher for that, windows 10S. that would yeah. be that would be like amazing right yep. because i only do very specific things with my computer for the most part and if all of those things are available in the store I'm down. I'm game for that, right? Mm-hmm. I think Windows 10s is a sound decision from their standpoint, especially because you can easily upgrade to Windows 10 Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I definitely get the business case for like, at the very least, if they're getting this into schools and they're building those like Microsoft users from a young age uh, with just like the Windows 10s app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today and making them use the edge browser and that sort of stuff that also makes sense to me totally so when i worked for apple one of the things that was part of their mantra at that point was you know if we can make these young people into osx users now they'll be osx users for the rest of their life that that was you you worked in customer service at the apple store right yeah Yeah. so like it, it, it seems apple's kind of lost touch with that at this point and microsoft's like whoa <laughs> right i know it right? does I think it that's definitely accurate. seems like that in a lot of ways it's like mm-hmm. is this are they just sort of running up on on apple and just gonna steal their whole thing mm-hmm. yeah so um the one last thing i did want to mention about windows 10s and i saw a really kind of what i think kind of summarizes the whole operating system in a nutshell is this is windows finally in the 21st century mm-hmm. in the sense that like you know app stores and building the whole ecosystem and experience of the OS around the app store has been central to whether it's iOS. Right. Sorry for shaking the table. Uh, just so excited to talk about <laughs> app stores. Um, Windows gets Igor hype. Yes. Anyway, um, they obviously, so uh, to return to your point and to kind of shift gears now, you were talking about, you know, obviously, you know, this is how they get people interested in Windows. Yeah. Uh, you have to have a product to do that, right? And that yes. product is obviously the uh, Surface Laptop. Uh, before we get to your thoughts about it, I just wanted to ask you know, you two, 
um, you were watching, Brad, what did you think of the product itself? You, you know, you as someone who kind of worked or you do work from time to time at Best Buy, uh, you know, you see people shopping for um, computers all the time. Do you see this product having a lot of success in the retail space? Um, it's an interesting question because, mm-hmm. uh, at least anecdotally, I haven't seen too many people buying like Surface uh, mm-hmm. books in the past or mm-hmm. devices. Surface yeah. devices, yeah. Uh, typically, it is the MacBooks. Even if they go on like twenty dollars off, people scramble for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think the some of the changes they made with the new Surface laptop, uh, how it's kind of directly competing with the MacBook, how it's tackling that directly, I think would appeal to mm-hmm. people who kind of tend to gravitate towards the the MacBooks. Mm-hmm. Pat? Um, I, I, I really liked it. I mean, uh, one of the main reactions to this computer right here was the fact that it has USB-C uh, mm-hmm. ports on it, right? And and while USB-C is the future, and, and I believe that that feature isn't here yet, I think I've probably said that like five times on this podcast. Um, but I, I think that the Surface laptop looks great. One, I also think that it fills a much needed void. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. out there when this was announced that they, they were like, all I want right now is a MacBook Air. I with love a retina with yeah. a retina display. And to some extent, that's what the Surface laptop is. Sure it runs Windows. Um and there's like all the all the people mm-hmm. out there who sort of uh don't e- don't even consider the option of using Windows because they're so inside the Mac ecosystem. Um but as someone who I don't do it as much as I used to, but I used to jump between both of them pretty pretty consistently between Mac OS and Windows. Um, I'd say they're they're becoming very similar in a variety mm-hmm. of ways. So I don't think that making that jump is that big of a big of a leap anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's very, a very viable thing. And if there's people mad about the existence of this device, um, which I still really like, despite the fact that it's very expensive, which is a barrier for some people, um, the 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 Surface laptop, I think, is that device mm-hmm. to do that, to encourage people to finally sort of ditch mm-hmm. Apple. Uh, so, Rose, I guess uh, just to keep things moving along, the question I wanted to ask you is why why even release a laptop at this point in the game, right? In the sense that, you know, Microsoft has had a lot of success with the two-on-ones, and that in some sense, you know, the tablet market has shrunk, but the two-on-ones have grown like year over year and they've had so much success with the two-on-ones why not keep iterating on that format instead go back to this classic one as you said i mean it's interesting i asked that same question to ralph grone who Mm -hmm. is uh was leading in the hardware surface team Mm -hmm. and um essentially what he said was oh it's not a departure from the two-in-ones we're still Mm -hmm. gonna have the two-in-ones it's part of a larger family. And we just wanted to see what we could do with the laptop. Um, I mean, I don't think that tells the whole story. For uh, sure. Yeah. I think it is a move forward, whether they want to admit it or not. I'm sure they will still have those two in ones, but they wanted that MacBook market. They wanted the kids going back, they're going to like their freshman year of college. They wanted, uh, to have a Surface option yep. right next to the MacBook um, that they could go to. Mm-hmm. It's so nice looking too. Like. It's so, and that's actually a big part of what they they kept on describing to me was that was essential, like for these kind of young kids who just want to show off a bit of like 
status and style with their mm-hmm. devices. They then, wanted it to look good. There's a lot of people that were like $1,000 for a laptop that's at least at the outset targeting students is a crazy amount of money. And I was sitting there thinking like, go walk around the university campus. Has, yeah. Who has you're more a bit money of to touch. spend? Yeah, yeah, I think if that is your reaction, you're a bit out of touch with students today, right? Absolutely. Like, certainly there are like underprivileged students, you know, but by and large, you know, they're spending a lot of money on these computers. Yeah. Oh man, if you can go to college, yeah. then you know, especially in the you're US, in position. right? Yeah, yeah, especially in the US. I think yeah. when I was in university, I was one of the only people who did not have a MacBook. I had like a gig- gigantic <laughs> Toshiba satellite with a huge battery on the bottom <laughs> of it. It was ugly, but all of uh, everyone that I was going to school with had like that little white MacBook okay. that yeah. cost like a thousand four hundred dollars. Well, I just got out of university, mm-hmm. uh, true, like mere weeks ago, and yeah, same thing with Patrick. I'd say pretty much nine out of ten people, if even more than that, had MacBooks, and mm-hmm. I was the only one with my big Samsung laptop from five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I think uh, the last question uh, before getting to shoutouts is, um, and any of you guys can take this one is, you know, what do you think this says about the, per- the state of like personal computing? You know, we've heard so much about like, you know, the laptop is dying, personal computing is dying, getting replaced by mobile devices. When a company like Microsoft makes a big play like this, releasing a laptop, right? And I think, you know, like, what do you make of that? Uh, to me, in some way, a laptop is mobile. And mm. I think that the line between those two things is going to blur more and more. And it's only been helped on by Microsoft's two-in-ones. Mm-hmm. But um, it, they especially made, had a focus on that with this Surface laptop. They made it super thin. They made it really light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a stand, standout on the market for that. Um, and so it is still about mobility. Um, I don't see that that the laptop is anywhere near hearing a death knell. Mm-hmm. So to me, I mean, it's it's um, it's it's an evolution and probably is going to merge closer and closer together. Yeah, and I think also just to build on your point, I think a lot of how it's able to do that has to do with the operating system, right? Yeah. This is not your dad or mom's Windows, right? Like sure. this is a very much a Windows inspired by modern tablet and uh, mobile sensibilities. I'm excited to try it too. Like, I don't know if I buy all of the claims with the speediness and the battery life. Well, yeah, we just don't um, know yet. I mean, I it, tried it. It was very responsive. It was, yeah. it was 100% responsive, like, but how will that act later like, on? Like mm-hmm. I was saying before, I, a lot of people are negative on it, but if you have a job or you're a student where you do very specific things, I think mm-hmm. it could work perfectly for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And its processing power is no less than the, the Macs. Which so. is super appealing it's, to yeah. you. Right? It's, it's more powerful than the MacBook, yeah. right? Yeah, well, it's an actual say, yeah. processor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, on that note, uh, Brad, it's your first time. Shout out. Uh, I guess later tonight, I'm going to be seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, wow. Shout out to that. Uh came out what like 10 days ago uh mm-hmm. overseas so we're finally getting here so mm-hmm. is this opening night uh yeah you can't so be I out can, uh no i already have tickets okay but nice. i don't have to hide from spoilers are, anymore are you mm-hmm. seeing it in like vip or awesome d box or just in the regular no uh, funny enough the square one uh cineplex is like one of the flagships in terms of traffic i would say but it's not a vip theater interesting so. i heard in 4d the star lord spits on you Whoa. Yeah. Cool. I'll have to go see it a second time. God I damn can confirm that. For Pratt. 
<laughs> Friend of the podcast. No, I wish. <laughs> of course. Uh, Pat? Uh, annual Switch cat or so Switch. My my annual uh, Nintendo Switch shout out um, is to this uh, inventive Reddit user who well, let me let me find his name because I think it's real funny if I can find it. Um, oh man, why did I do this to myself? I'm not Tashinobi. I'm not. I'm not a Shinobi, is mm-hmm. what it says. Mm-hmm. Okay, so th- this dude made a interesting Switch dock on the internet. Um, he sort of laid out how he did it. He plans to sell them in the future. So what it does is it's basically the Nintendo Switch's dock, um, which only has like a two-inch uh, chip in it. Mm-hmm. He's ripped all that apart, got rid of all that plastic. He's put the little tiny microchip from the dock mm-hmm. inside a little plastic container, um, and it has the necessary ports and the power ports on it mm-hmm. to kind of make this makeshift travel thing that you can take with you in order to plug the switch into a television mm-hmm. and this is something that i hope that a third-party manufacturer eventually makes a legit version of mm-hmm. but i think it's cool that people are kind of um filling that void with their inventive minds mm-hmm. until, until that happens as they do yeah rose um i want to shout out to house of vr which is having its grand opening on saturday mm-hmm. and house of vr is a vr arcade here opening here in toronto it's at Queen Street West. It's in the Burroughs building, if you guys are around this area. And um, it's all about mixing art with VR and kombucha with VR. And there's going to be cold brew. There's going to be a DJ in VR. And there's going to be DJ. And basically, this is a hipster paradise for people who are also nerds and like VR. So I'm pretty excited about it. Sounds I'll cool. check it out. I'll let you guys know how it goes and how the kombucha was. I'm excited to find out. Um, my shout out goes to Idris Elba, um, Dark Tower. Uh, I loved those books growing up by Stephen King, uh, and I'm really excited to see the ad- uh, adaptation of The Gunslinger. The trailer just came out, didn't it? Yeah, this week. Good. When does it come out? Like August, September? It's really soon, August. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, read more books. Um, Rose, where can people find us online? Um, people can find us at Mobile Syrup on Twitter mm-hmm. and at Mobile Syrup on YouTube and at Mobile Syrup on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And, and when they stumble <laughs> upon those sites, what should they do? They should click um, like and follow and and then share if possible. They okay. should also share. I would also like to point out, just in case people are wondering where I'm wearing a cape, it you, is a Microsoft. This is bad. This is a bad <laughs> podcast I, material right here. You should have just said yeah. not like nothing, and then <laughs> see if anyone noticed. Like, I, you're wearing a cape. I okay, have, now yeah. that you now that you've called attention to it, please stand up, turn around, okay, and show the. Whoa! Yes, one note. Well, that's good. Good audio. Not the superhero we deserve, but the one we need. That's right. Take a look at this on video if you're not organizing your life one note at a time. Yeah, one note <laughs> at a time. <laughs> like um. That. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, sorry for the shortened podcast. We'll be back with an extra long one next week um, just to make up for it. No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> but thank you again for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week and take it easy. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 